for the second week in a row, we are doubling down. Two guests, two Bassmaster Classic qualifiers, and two of the most naturally talented professional anglers on the planet. This week, John Cox and Keith Carson join me on... I'm Bob Cobb from the Bassmaster. Welcome to Mercer. Welcome one, welcome all, friends, family, freeloaders, fishing freaks. As always, you're all welcome here at the Awkwardly Honest Fishing Podcast that goes by my last name, which is Mercer. This is episode 114. I hope you guys are having a great week. Happy hump day to each and every one of you, and I thank you for tuning in here each and every week. This week's show... I mean, this is the part of the show where I'm supposed to tell you how good this week's show is so you actually stay around and watch this week's show. But this week's show is very good. And the sport of fishing is very good. And we talk a lot of different angles in the sport of fishing. But but one of the greatest things about the sport of fishing, if you ask me, is something that it gives back to us. And it's weird because anglers, I think we don't stop and think about it enough. I think from the peripheral, people watching from the outside that don't fish, if you did, you know, um, a family feud, guess what fishing gives back to you type thing, they they would mention it, they see it, but but we just don't see it. And what I mean by that is fishing gives back to us um, so, so much in terms of our relationship with other people, um, whether it be your relationship with your parents, whether it be your relationship with your kids, with your brothers, your sisters, your friends, your coworkers, fishing gives back to you. I mean, I always have told people, take your kids fishing. Why? Because, I mean, there's no distractions. That's where, and if you really think about it, if I think back on my own personal life, a lot of those amazing conversations I've had, you know, we have a lot of conversations. I mean, there's a lot of Stuff we talk about that just passes time. You run into a buddy in the airport. Oh, where are you traveling to? He doesn't really care. He's just making conversation. Um, you know, you tell somebody that your fantasy football team lost. They don't really care. Nobody cares but you and 11 other individuals in the league. But when you think of the real conversations that really matter, that really impact us, a lot of them happen on the water where there's no distractions. And that's the amazing thing that fishing gives back to us. You think of the bond you create with fellow anglers when you, whether it be a tournament situation, whether it be you go on a trip. I mean, one of my favorite places on earth is Plumber's Lodge on Great Bear Lake. I've been there several times, but every single person I've gone to there with or had a, gone on a trip to there, I am so bad at talking, <laughs> which is horrible because I talk for a living. Um but all of the people that you've shared a trip to plumbers with, all the people that I've shared that trip with, I'm bonded with them for life because there's things we experience together, things we've seen, whether, you know, funny things, little things, just things that only a small group of people got to experience with you and that bonds you. And that is the greatest thing about the sport of fishing, what it gives back to you. And that's what this episode is all about. Our guests this week are both incredible professional anglers. But they met when they were kids. They met in grade school, and they've been friends ever since. They've fished hundreds of tournaments together. 
They've even had the opportunity just a few years ago to both compete in the Bassmaster Classic in the same year. Just a month ago, they finished one and two in a tournament. I mean, previous to that, they actually won on an FLW event. They won the angler or the pro and the co-angler in the same tournament. I mean, they're, it's amazing some of the stuff they've been able to accomplish. But what is most amazing is the brotherhood that they share. They are a brotherhood of bass anglers. And that comes along with a lot of funny stories, a lot of crazy thoughts, and a really good time. And, and the other reason that I want to talk to these guys, they're two very naturally gifted anglers in a time where some people would want to look at pro angling and be like well it's all about graphs and electronics they are not those guys um i mean john cox travels with it but does not use it it is the most ironic thing in the world but but it makes them who they are the way they compete at the top level of professional fishing today is exactly what they've honed and learned growing up in florida so i think this one's going to be a good one, but I can talk about it and get you all excited about it all I want. But instead, I should just bring in our guests who are joining us during pre-fish for another event. It is the evening hour, and uh, they, they look to be hunkered down in a cozy little rustic cabin. Let's join our guests live right now. John Cox and Keith Carson. Yeah. Just continue and argue on. That's fine. I mean, it'd be a different start to a podcast. Normally, I'm like, here, we're with so-and-so, but uh, we but now interrupt stuff, this argument to bring yeah. you a podcast. But his stuff is, it's like spotless. Like you said, hey, Keith, I need a wrench. He knows right where it is. And he was just now, he was like, John, I need some paper towels. I told him not to buy any because I was like, I bought them. I bought them the other day. I got the paper towels. But I mean... I couldn't find them, you know. I had to go to AutoZone to get, like, one of those oil drain pan things so we could change our oil and lower unit fluid. And John's like, don't get any paper towels. I got a whole thing of them. What are they, blue ones, whatever? Yeah, yeah well, he couldn't find them. No. Yeah. <laughs> but we, I had oil all over my hands. Yeah. And I was like, I, and I almost bought some anyway. I was like, I bet John won't be able to find them. So I should probably just buy some. And uh, But, you know, Dave, that's what kids do. Kids trash your. I have more kid dirty laundry in my truck than my own dirty laundry. Kids are selfish. They always want stuff. I'm telling you. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't relate. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. Well, so you guys met each other. If I watched the video right when it came out way back at the Bassmaster class, you guys met as BMXers, right? Long before fishing, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'd ride our bikes and jump them and stuff, and mm -hmm. uh, we'd, like, ride our bikes down to this Gemini Springs, uh, and we'd fish there and everything. I mean, that's, that's where we first met. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, you, John was, like, a real BMXer. Like, he would jump. <laughs> no, like, I tried. I almost died, so that's why I started fishing more. Yeah. Because I hit my face so hard on uh, one of the landings that everybody there thought I was dead. And luckily one kid went and got my mom and she took me to hospital and I missed school for like months and months. And I went from being a straight A student to failing every one of my classes <laughs> from that point on. So it was always like, I'd be failing. They'd have that teacher, uh, whatever parent conference. And my mom would have to come in like whisper to him, whatever. 
and they'd be like, oh, okay, okay. And they would what, let me pass. What would she whisper? I, yeah, I have no idea. Like, I, I like, hey, I got, I got a thousand here, you know, if you can yeah. pass them or whatever. I don't know. But <laughs> I, don't think that, I don't know what she, or she, maybe she was saying I was yeah. a little, you know, I don't have no idea. Yeah. But just nothing ever, uh, from that point on, when I hit my head, uh, focusing has been a huge problem, you know? I've told people this story. You've told me this story before, and I tell people this story, and they all tell me I'm lying. They yeah, all tell it, me it's made no, up. You remember? I mean, I think it happened. I don't know. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't there when you hit your head. Yeah. What, you know what my story with my focus issue was? No. So true story here. When I was born, I came out of my mom, and it was the nurses. This is a fun true story. That's why I started wait, wait, with that. Wait, wait, so, wait. Okay, and it was the nurse's first time, like, delivering delivering and she grabbed me and she handed me to my mom without a towel and my mom grabbed me and i slipped right out of her hand oh my god <laughs> I'm, you know yeah. full of junk and I, hit, and I landed head first on the floor in the first 30 seconds of my life oh and my, my mom god. said she was screaming like, oh i can't imagine she thought that i was dead and i have i have like if you look see i have like bumps on my head and stuff they're like permanent mark i have a big indention here what? And that's my story of how I got ADHD. <laughs> you literally <laughs> dropped on your head at childbirth. Yeah, really happened. yeah. And yeah, wow. the nurse picked me up and wrapped me in a towel and then gave me my mom. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> Did you ever know that, John? Have you ever known that he was I dropped on his face? I knew something wrong with Keith. I just didn't understand <laughs> it until now. I, I mean, told you that. You probably have. I just, yeah. I just didn't. But yeah, I mean, now a lot of stuff makes sense now from, from that story. <laughs> So both of you are different people today because of head um, injuries. Head, head injuries, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's so terrible. Now, the people at home, don't be going diving off head first into the concrete or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but you you claim that you... Did you not once tell me that's when... Okay, number one, you started your focus drifted at that point, John. And then that's also like... One of the reasons that you're always so up, is that true? Like from that, were you always as happy a person as you are pre wipeout? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. My wife, they'll tell you, I still have some bad days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when we were about 10 miles in, we were on vacation last week. Yeah. Uh, we were here in DC, we did all the white house stuff, rode scooters around. So, uh, you, you know, when you're about 10 miles in on touring, you know, all that area, uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard. Everybody's starting to lose it at that point, you know. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I might not have been so happy then, but most of the time, for the most part, I'm always happy. So you guys became friends initially as BMXers, but it was fishing that really brought you together, correct? You knew each other from BMX, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing. So I went to like uh, a private school, I think, because I couldn't pass regular school. I and, love this story about and, you. And I had to do community service to yeah. graduate. And I wanted to fish the high school tournaments, but they wouldn't let me for that school. So I took Keith mm -hmm. and uh, I get 10 hours every tournament. And like Keith was like whooping up on everybody and doing really well. And I'm like, hey, we should probably fish some tournaments together. And then, and then we started fishing John Boat Club and stuff like that. Yeah, started winning a bunch. Yeah, yeah, winning 40, 60 bucks, 100 yeah, bucks every everywhere. weekend. It was a lot of money. When you're <laughs> yeah. 14, 15, yeah. you know? Yeah. They always they always thought I got a DUI because our parents would, like, 
drive us to the ramp and dump us in. <laughs> so they're like, man, what, what happened to John? Why doesn't he have his yeah. license? But I wasn't old enough to drive. Well, so you got to realize that when John was 15, he had a full beard. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. And when I was 14, he's a year older. When I was 14, I looked like I was eight. Yeah. And uh, one time we were fishing a John Boat Club tournament, and we went to the gas station, you know, like 4.30 in the morning before the tournament. And we're checking out, getting some sodas and snacks. And the clerk at the counter tells John, she's like, you know, it's so nice of you to take your son fishing this early in the morning. <laughs> And then Emerson's down, like, man, thanks, Dad. You know, I really appreciate yeah. this. <laughs> so you were the guy that bought the beer for everybody, John. Is that what you're oh, saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Never been carded. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, things things have worked out okay for both of us, I would say. So when did you both decide, like, this? Like, is it just happened circumstances that you ended up doing what you both do? Or, like, was there a day where you guys were like, we need to figure out a way to do this forever? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know. For me, I, I feel like we tried a lot of different, like, yeah, tried other options of other stuff. Let's go through them. What, let, let's go through the evolution well, I mean, of your lives. What was the first try? I, I don't. I don't, I feel like I was terrible at everything, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember paving. I was like really bad at paving. Paving uh, sucks. Yeah, paving was awful. Yeah. I just couldn't, but. Uh, In Florida? Painted, John yeah. painted with me for my dad and he was good at painting. He yeah. was really good. He says he wasn't. He really was good at painting. <laughs> like he could make know. nice straight lines. He didn't drip. Yeah, but I was always like the clean. Hey, can you wipe those windows down? I got some overspray on them. Or, yeah. <laughs> or you know, can you clean the shields? You know, <laughs> you know that was you know, sweep the doors off, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Just get killed. Get rid of all the cockroaches and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So did yeah. you think you were going to be a painter, or was painter at that time still like a, oh, a no. just a means I, to an ends? I yeah, the painting was mm -hmm. the painting was rough. I mean, it was mm -hmm. every day you go in there, you paint the same. Sometimes you think you would paint an apartment and go into the next one and think you already painted that one because they look same the same, you know? Yeah. And then you'd be three or four in and, and not even, I mean, it was rough. You don't know. You, yeah. know, you don't even know. I mean, yeah, it was rough. Yeah. So is that what motivates you both on the water? Just to, to stay away from painting? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Stay, yeah. Yeah. stay yeah. away from paving. Yeah, paving, painting. Jeez, uh, uh, I, I, I did, I, uh, I worked with a guy I found on Craigslist Oh yeah, uh, cutting grass, pulling weeds. Oh yeah, and pulling yeah. weeds. Yeah, and boy, and that was that. I mean, have, I don't know. I, I've never pulled weeds for hours before. You know, filling five gallon buckets. Uh, but that was like the worst back pain. Yeah, I mean, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was it. Nothing gets worse. You didn't that. get a break till you fill the five gallon bucket. No, no, you yeah. didn't get a break. You Which just takes like fill it. Day. And, you know, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Worse than paving in Florida? Like when you said paving, yeah. I'm like, paving's bad. But then I yeah. realized that paving in freaking Florida has to be even worse than paving yeah. almost yeah, anywhere see, that, else on earth. Yeah, well, that goes back to, uh, you know, me being terrible at stuff. And so, like, I did a lot of the driving, you know. I was, uh, uh, I like would drive everybody in the car and then, or the truck, and then everybody would get out. And then uh, I'd hold a shovel or a rake. Like I wasn't actually, they wouldn't let me run the machine. I wanted to run the machine, yeah, but they wouldn't let me. They were, I was like the guy with the shovel or the sign. I did the sign a lot, you know, where you stop slow, you know, radio to somebody. I did that a lot. Were you good at that? I mean, that seems I was like good at that. Like, I always, I was the guy, I would stop 
and then have a full conversation with whoever was in the car there, you know, before I let them through, you know, like it was just, if you were bad at that, you would have caused a lot of accidents. Oh, I know. But I would, I would always like get talking to somebody and just be like, oh my gosh, oh, I'm sorry, you got to go. You know, yeah. the traffic would be backed up for miles. Yeah. But, so yeah. when did it become a thing that you thought you could make a living fishing? Was it first for you, John? No, I mean, I, I honestly, I thought, uh, I still, I still live day by day. You, know? <laughs> you really do. I yeah, love I that really about do. you. You don't know. I mean, you don't know. You don't, you don't know what's going to So, uh, yeah, I mean, right now it's going really well. You know, things are going good. We're fishing a lot of tournaments. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the one we both got first and second uh, last month, that was, you know, that was like, that was like an unrealistic dream, you know, that I remember having even when we were like fishing Jumbo Club and, you know, we would watch Bassmasters on TV and stuff. And being like, dude, what about one day we were both fishing one of these major tournaments and we get first and second? I mean, it's just not even, a, yeah. you know, it seems impossible. I mean, when we both went to the classic, that was like, I thought that was like top of the list. I'm like, that's going to be, you know, that that dream, that that's unbelievable that happened. Mm -hmm. But and then to finish first and second yeah. in a tournament, I mean, it was just, uh, you know, we walked out of there with a 140,000, 130,000, you know. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good derp. Yeah. Yeah. Keith, did the dream end exactly how it happened in no. your head? I would yeah, imagine. I, no. Yeah. I, uh, no, not at all. <laughs> you got to relive that dream again, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, I think that's probably way more, like, you're right. The classic's a big deal, but to finish first and second in a major event, I mean, because most of the time at some point, you know, you're helping each other. What you know, one of you gets in a position, and the other one kind of. Right. But right. for both of you to catch him, that is super rare. Yeah, I mean, it just it was unbelievable. And I, I like, I, I like, I wanted Keith to win. Like, I wanted him to win so bad, and uh, you know, I, I kind of felt terrible. because <laughs> like, we were we were bagging our fish up. You know, he bagged mine up, I bagged his up, and like. You know, we're looking at him, we're like, man, I was like, dude, I think you got it, you know. So the whole time I'm like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Close, but no cigar. Yeah. Keith, yeah. do you think he was really feeling terrible or do you think he just says that on podcast? A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. <laughs> I, yeah, I felt yeah. terrible. And then when I deposited the check later, I felt a little bit, I was like, ah, you know, and I was like, keep 150, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it wasn't that much difference. Yeah, yeah that's true. But I still felt bad. <laughs> How many tournaments do you guys think you fished? Obviously, we're competing against each other then, but you guys grew up fishing tournaments. How many tournaments have you guys ballpark fished together over the years? Well, we fished a, a lot together. Lots. We've fished again. We've only fished against each other a handful Recently. of times. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, less than maybe 20 mm -hmm. times in our life. I, I would say, I mean, is what? There's, uh, um, what, 50, 53? 52, 52, weeks, 52 weeks in a year <laughs> so we at least from 2003 uh, yeah at least 2003 maybe even yeah probably 2003 till i would say 2017 mm -hmm. we probably fished you know at least a lot at least i don't know what 30 or 40 tournaments yeah, team tournaments could be more. Sometimes two in a week. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes two in a week. Saturday, one on Sunday. I mean, that, that's sometimes a lot of Wednesday nighters yeah. too, you know, and stuff. But, but yeah, I mean, we fished a lot. I mean, we only painted Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, 
Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Thursday, maybe. But never there, Friday. Never Friday. That we practiced day. We, yeah. Friday was always practice always a day. practice day. So, yeah. what did your customers think oh, of? Well, oh, we already paid two days a week. My dad. Yeah. And he oh. inspired us a lot. Yeah. He, like he really has. Every time. No, like seriously. Yeah. yeah he, he'd be like, dude, don't think this job is just going to be here when you get back. Yeah. I was like, dad, we, I would tell him a month ahead of time, dad, we got a good, big tournament coming up. Yeah. We're going to, you fall Alabama or something. And okay, okay, okay. And then that time comes and a bunch of work would hit. And he's like, oh, no, you ain't going fishing. <laughs> I was like, no, no, dad, I told you. And uh, he's like, well, you don't have a job when you come back, you know, forget about it. Don't call me, you know, blah, blah. And then we go fish. And then on Sunday or Monday, we, you know, we're driving back and he'd call. How, how far away are you? Man, get your butt back here. I got tons of apartments to paint. Yeah. All right, dad, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was the worst firing ever? Like, what was what... The maddest he ever got. Like, were you ever oh, fired yeah. more than just the weekend? Oh, yeah. really, mad? I mean, I you know a lot of cussing and stuff like that. You know, yeah. Because yeah. I, I wish you could do his. Uh, oh, I could. <laughs> I just I should. He, he's got he's got him down like it. Probably hardly bad. anyone listens to this podcast, and I'm sure your dad's <laughs> in that list. So I, I can imitate my dad. It's, it's, full-blown customer <laughs> evidently you haven't listened to this podcast there's not a lot of rules Keith. <laughs> oh, it's so, so what's the craziest thing you two have ever done to be able to go fishing to get out of a commitment of some sort to be able to fish oh, man. Jeez, I, I mean know. i mean the one i thought was the craziest was uh we went to uh well, we went to the Red River and we didn't have we didn't have the money or anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, that one was that one was was that one was nuts. I mean, I ordered a credit card on the way there, had it sent to the hotel <laughs> that we were staying at, and we sat there and waited for it. Yeah. Like we we sat there and waited till the uh, oh I think the middle of the first day of practice. Got the card, got gas and stuff, and uh, yeah, I mean that was that was probably. You know, and we both end up winning that one. I mean, that was like one of those. Another you know, one. Yeah, yeah, it was like a, you know, you risk it all, you know, thinking like, I don't even know how we're going to get home. You know, I don't know, you know. Yeah, you had the credit card. My aunt gave us $2,000. Mm -hmm. And my dad gave me his credit card mm -hmm. to use. And then, uh, yeah, I won co-angler side and you won boater side. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Yeah. And then in my boat, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So John had a fiberglass boat. Mm -hmm. And I drove up, we had never been to Red River. And so we're like, you know, we hear there's a lot of stumps. I had a 17 foot crest liner with a 50 horse on it. And John's like, just bring it, you know, just in case, like maybe I can use it to get to somewhere that, uh, you know, the big boat can't get to. So we drive up separate, two trucks, two boats. And sure enough, John finds this area, you know, through a bike. And he's like, <laughs> I think I can get your boat through there. I'm like, take it. And he did, you know, gets through and wins the whole tournament. And then I went co-angler randomly fishing with three different pros and three different days, three different, you know, pools. Yeah. It was just crazy, you know? So. So the, the aluminum thing has always been a thing for you guys, like the, the getting back to places and, or was that yeah. just, I mean, you just had an well, aluminum boat and that's what you had to fish out of. Yeah. yeah more much. like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Like my, my first boat was a 1969 Sears 12 foot John boat with an eight horse Mercury, 24 pound thrust trolling motor, 12 volt. 
And, you know, we fished out of that. And then it's John. It's at my house. Yeah, it is at his house, actually. <laughs> it's my grandpa's boat. And then, yeah, your first boat was like a 15-foot yeah. something. Yeah. You know. Well, I had a 12-foot uh, oh, rowboat like that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and then, and then, like, we slowly graduated up. Like, my third boat was the 17-foot with a 50. It's yeah. more, more like it's all that we could afford yeah. type thing. Yeah. So, you know, and then even we, now, it's like. Yeah, but we can't. <laughs> We we borrowed so many people's boats. Yeah. Like that was yeah. we we fished the whole season borrowing boats that one night. We fished we fished the whole northern Bassmaster Trail. Yeah, as boater and coing or borrowing boats. Mm -hmm. The first year we fished the Bassmaster, and then you had to get a different boat each time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'd use one, and they'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, you're not taking it again. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it was just yeah. a wave on Erie. Oh God. I didn't, yeah, I, I had uh, yeah, I had yeah. John Brown's boat, uh, our police officer buddy. And uh he gave it to me, and this was like already into the season. He gave it to me because he was hoping I was gonna sink it out there. Yeah. And he had the insurance all perfect and everything. So when I brought it, I actually hit a wave so hard that the, the whole top and bottom part separated and uh <laughs> I got it back in and we had to put all new screws in it with silicone and everything tightened it all up. And, uh, but I just remember dropping it back off and being shocked that, 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 was, that it, yeah, that yeah. brought it back. <laughs> so nobody lends you a boat twice is what you're saying. No, no. Or if like, I remember our buddy at the job club, Jose, he would lend us his boat quite a bit and uh, we would have to pull it out every hour oh, yeah, yeah. and drain the yeah. water out of it because it didn't have a bilge pump or anything. We had to so, call the tournament director to get, it, get it, approval. Yeah, but yeah. we would just do it at the ramp. We'd fish right, right at the ramp, you know, fish yeah. for an hour or so, and then come back, put it on the trailer, drain it, mm -hmm. and go back out, fish for an hour or so. Yeah, like you couldn't go more than half a mile from the mm -hmm. ramp. Yeah. Isn't it crazy the stuff that you used to do to fit? You know, I like I think about that all the time, like – people's trolling motors break and they're like i can't fish and i remember well, literally rowing along docks and yeah. i'd put an anchor down to fish that dock yeah. or at one point we had a, access to a pedal boat and i would which nobody oh, likes yeah. everybody has them if you live on the water but nobody uses yeah. them twice they're like <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> you it is it, it once and you're like ah that was not as good as i thought no, it was yeah. no yeah. it turns into a mosquito breeding ground that's all they are they be little puddles to make mosquitoes <laughs> <laughs> he's like telling the exact story <laughs> but i just find it amazing like that's the weird addiction to fishing you know what i mean like but but when you start telling stories like that people that are weird like us totally understand it because we all were that way you know like if so, if you said to somebody right now you're gonna fish a tournament tomorrow but you're gonna have to pull the boat out every hour you'd be like are you out of your mind i mean you yeah. can't compete like that right but it was all you had access to do right. you do you too get concerned nowadays just because the way you fish your style of fishing your i mean it's incredibly like john for you specifically when i asked rick clun who he sees himself in as a younger angler he said you rick clun said <laughs> john cox but but so you're very well revered by anglers around you and both of you are but there has to be a part of you that's like man this sport is changing and it's going in a you know what i mean like oh yeah Koya oh, Fujita yeah. has more graphs than you have right. rods most days right yeah oh yeah. yeah does that concern you guys yeah 
I mean, yeah. I would say, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, was, say it does. that was my huge thing of fishing so many tournaments. Because mm-hmm. I, I felt like uh, my days were few and, and numbered, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, with all that stuff. Because, I mean, the, the younger generation, I mean, I look at my kids. I mean, it, I, I, like, try to do something on my phone. They're like, Dad, and they, like, show me it. And they don't even have phones, you know? So, like, yeah. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. uh, you know, it is. It's changing at a rapid pace. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's why, I mean, I, that's why I fish so much, uh, is because I, I want to, you know, uh, you know, try to do as well as I can, right. uh, before, you know, you can't compete if that's a thing, we don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, fish yeah. might all die from, uh, yeah. getting shot with forward facing. We yeah. don't know. I mean, so, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, it could have, I mean, eventually the states could regulate it as they regulated the Alabama rig. Mm. And that would be good, I think. Um, you know, I don't know. It's yeah, just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It, you know, fishing's more about like just connecting with uh, the elements and, you know, understanding wind. And that, to my definition of fishing, is not with all the electronics, you know, because then it's like, are you good at fishing or are you good at playing video games? Yeah. Know? And I, I, I think there is, though, there is, because uh, I've gone out with a few people that have tried to, to, to teach me it and really like, and, yeah. and I've been upset after fishing with them because I'm like, wow, like this is what, this is, this is what I'm trying to compete against, which is not, it's like, it's almost yeah. going to be impossible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you and, have to uh, have it. but I, I mean, yeah. but those guys, I mean, they put the time in, they, mm-hmm. they learned it, you know, and I mean, it would, I just, you know, to take it away. Uh, I think it would. I mean, some of these guys that have dedicated everything to it. Sure. You know, it would. It would. You know, I don't know if it's right to take them from whipping up on all of us. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, who knows? But if, the, if you're an anti-forward facing sonar, the opposite could be said about you guys. Like they're taking yeah. away something that you guys have spent thousands of hours. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's your. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it has changed like it went from where i could legitly say okay uh i fished 20 tournaments this season uh i had opportunities uh to win you know 12 to 15 more than half and blown them you know losing fish or whatever mm-hmm. it might be mm-hmm. uh to now maybe having a shot at one or two mm-hmm. you know and i feel like i feel like my fishing's a lot better too so i don't yeah. i don't really you know so i know it has taken oh yeah it's taken um, places you know, yeah, yeah in the top know. 10 and wins and stuff that's for sure and just i, I don't know and maybe it's me i feel like they're harder to catch these days yeah <laughs> i feel like they are in a lot of ways but i just think that the sport in general is exploding but i do think that that forward facing sonar plays a part of that obviously um i think even that being out there jacks with your brain even if you it's not affecting the fish at all and people yeah but just knowing, you know, where we're going to compete next in the Elite yeah. Series, Lake St. Clair, knowing that that boat over there is scanning just messes oh, yeah. with your mind if you're not oh, doing it. I got two of them in my truck, both. I got, I got the old <laughs> transducer and the new forward-facing transducer. I got them both in the box, and I look at them every day. And and, and so far, I just leave them in there, you know, but <laughs> it does. They're not <laughs> noticed. You said they're not in the boat. Yeah, they're but, not on the boat. But they, every day I look at them things. And yeah. man, I'm telling you, it does. It bothers every day I think about it. And I'm like, man, you know. Yeah. I feel like big game. I feel like I'm big game, you know, like mono. You know, just something that like, yeah, you know. You're 
you're less and less people are using you as yeah, <laughs> new line yeah. technology comes out. Is that what yeah. you're, you're mono? Yeah, I'm mono. <laughs> you're old style. Yeah, old, old style. Yeah. Get so out there he, and start casting. Yeah. If he's mono, <laughs> where, <laughs> what are you, Keith? I'm he's, brave. I yeah, guess. you're. Oh, you tough line? The I'm old tough, tough line? I'm still old school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it. I'm brave. I, I don't know. I'm brave. still mono, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know one of, i'll tell you what one of the things i like about the way john and i fish is is if we had an electronical malfunction where all of our graphs went out on the boat yeah it would phase me in the slightest bit i'd probably catch yeah catch more and fish, honestly i know, think in a tournament scenario i think the way we fish we're used to all our uh stuff uh malfunctioning yeah, we are used to We just, I feel like we have bad you know, luck with based a lot on, of stuff. Yeah, I mean, look yeah, at our literally. stories where you got to yeah. pull the boat it out. It's always something crazy, you know, yeah. like, uh, like if you can think, like, man, that'd be crazy if that happened. It, I mean, it happens. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm yeah. running down the river at Sabine. I get to the intercoastal waterway. I'm running down. I hit a giant uh, painter's tart, and it wraps all up in my prop. I mean, first thing in the morning. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to jump out in the intercoastal with the sharks and try to cut this giant painter's tart off my prop you know it's just crazy like i mean how would that you know yeah but you yeah, know, but yeah I, I got out yeah. and i cut it all off and and then you had a pipe so do you think it's bad luck or maybe you should just pay more attention to your electronics so you hit yeah, less yeah, things yeah maybe that's it you yeah. might be right dude. yeah uh-huh. Yeah. That, that was it. I, if, I, if I could have focused better, I would have seen that giant tarp yeah. stretched across the intercoastal <laughs> way. <laughs> so if you're concerned about it, is it something you do something about? Like, will there be a point? Do you think there'll be an off season where you're like, that's it. I'm going to have to learn this. Or do you, are you a believer that down the road you're, I mean, you're sitting in third place for angler of the year, John. So, I mean, it clearly hasn't, if it's hurting you, it doesn't look like it in the standings. Yeah. I, I, uh, God, I don't want to say it. I've gotten really lucky, but I've gotten really lucky in a lot of them where it's like, I'm not kidding. Like, it's like last minute, you know, like not having, I mean, if you watch any of the live, you're like, oh my gosh, it's, it's 12 o'clock. He's got one 12 incher in there, you know? And, uh, I think that just fr- from going back to when we used to fish, uh, and like having to get a check to make it home or, you know, to pay our truck payment next month or, or whatever, you know, or feed the kids or whatever it might be, uh, that kicks in, you know, for me, uh, still, uh, and, you know, and I think that's why I've done well, you know, in those things that, that, uh, that like, uh, feeling to need to survive, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, it helps a lot. Yeah, it's like because it does something happens in the middle of the day when I don't have anything. Something something clicks, mm-hmm. and and I don't know what it what it is or what, but like something changes and mm-hmm. like and I go to catching them. You know. So what what changes like a feeling in you or like you oh, all I, of a sudden say I need to move? Or like explain to me what do you mean something happens? I don't I don't I can't, I'm getting chills thinking about it, but I don't know what it is, but it's it's like that. Uh, I don't know. It's just that, like, you know, knowing, knowing there's no, I don't know. I don't know what it is, Dave. It's, I, like, I a, it's like a fight or flight type thing, you know, where it kicks in where you, you have to make something happen and you do. And 
something happens to your brain where you can like see things more clearly and make clear decisions and and it really works it does yeah. like i do it all the time too and you know where you just you know you you never give up i know i never give up yeah. like it sometimes like in multiple tournaments this year i've caught big fish with like one i caught a five pounder at clark's hill with nine minutes to go i caught like a big one at uh ozarks with four minutes to go you know and never stop never give up you know and i i noticed that like there were a lot of times guys will give up they won't have many fish or one or two fish at 11 or noon and they're like that's it i'm not going to catch them and then they don't catch them yeah. you know and uh, you got to stay keep your head in the game yeah something so the average person, I would imagine in that situation, it goes the opposite way. Like, the, you know, myself, exclude. I, I know from tournaments in the past, like you get in that last couple hours, you need to fish. I start fishing way too quick. And then after the tournament's done, I'm like, well, no wonder you never caught a fish. P fish were probably chasing your bait down the dock and they yeah. can never get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Are you, do you guys keep, I'm assuming, you know, when that click happens to you, you don't speed up or anything. It's just your decision speed up. I do speed up. I speed up. I, speed up. I do speed it's, up. It's like uh, it's controlled craziness. Like, mm -hmm. like I'm moving. I'm making like five casts, maybe at the most, and I'm moving again. You know, I'm trying to hit like whatever I feel like. I like I could get a bite. Like, let me get one bite. Go off that one bite. You know, try to get another bite. Mm -hmm. And. Um, I don't know. It's just hard. Like I can't get it going in the morning for some reason. I'm not, yeah, a you know, I just don't like being out there in the morning. <laughs> I want to start at like 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. So I'm assuming you've tried to keep that same energy all day, but it, yeah. Is it just, you like, can't keep it at that level? No, I don't. I mean, I can't, I mean, I yeah. don't know. I can't I don't feel that. Like, I mean, the more, and I'll catch some in the morning and stuff, but you know, a lot of times it's, uh, I don't know. It's just that, like, yeah, I just, I know the feeling because I've, I've had it my whole entire life. Uh, every tournament we've ever fished, you know, and gets towards that, that crunch time where it's like, Hey, we got to get something going like now yeah. or we're not going to get a check, you know, which, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, for a long time, if we missed two checks, we were out. Like we were, you know, yeah, there was no, I mean, the entry fees are so much, you know, and you miss two checks. I mean, you're, you're, you know, 10 grand in the hole. I mean, that's, you know, we have to pay a lot of apartments to make 10 grand. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> are, are you guys watching TV during this interview? Is that one here in the background? <laughs> well, are our eyes are like kind of. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hear some, well, what's on TV? Well, it's in another oh, room. Oh, yeah, it's I in another room. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I think Just... it's Andy Griffith. Yeah. <laughs> what else would be on? Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Keith, tell me about yourself. I, one of the things that puzzles me about John is his lack of preparedness in, well, generally in life, really, just most <laughs> areas in life. Um, shows up places without place, people, you know, places to stay and all sorts of things. Are you similar to that or not at all? Uh, in some ways, I am. I mean, I'm similar in the ways where I show up and I don't have a place to stay a lot of times. I'll just figure something out or you know, I have been trying to prepare more though, but I'm more prepared. Probably, I'm more organized with fishing. I know where everything's at. My baits are organized. I work on my fishing room constantly. It's net. I've never organized it. I think I don't know if anyone has ever fully organized a fishing room ever because it's like impossible. Uh, I think, yeah. but 
you know, I, I try to be organized because I don't know. I just like to know where everything's at. You know, I get anxiety. Like if I don't know where baits are, like I and I have inventory. I know how many bags of everything that I have, how many top orders. I just I'm like that. Uh, but uh, but we fish similar. Um, I try to have John's patience when when I'm fishing. He's really patient. It seems like he has all the time in the world. And that is one of the keys to catch a fish, you know, is like, just let the fish come to you or whatever the way you feel is, <laughs> yeah. you know, just let it happen. Um, he, he literally was in the top 10 last year and idled away from the, like everybody, it's top 10, it's championship Sunday. There's an idiot screaming on a mic. There's music playing. There's people yeah. cheering. And John just goes, tuk, 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 and idles across. <laughs> And I've never seen an angler do that. Have you ever idled away from takeoff, Keith, and just been that mellow from the very start? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, shoot, I've trolled away from takeoff. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think that's one of the strong suits by both of you, obviously, just that ability to focus on just the fishing and not, you know, and I, John, I know you you like that i assume you both like all the other stuff that comes with it but when you go when you're out there it's literally just fishing and that's all you focus on when you're competing in a tournament both of you would like to answer this what percentage of your mind is focused on fishing like throughout the day do you does your mind start thinking wandering and thinking about other things or are you almost uh, always locked in it depends so like if i get a bite i can go to where i'm 90 to 100 percent on fishing but in between bites, and especially if it's like a half hour or an hour, I mean, my mind may be on fishing like sometimes zero percent, like, and I'm just casting and going through the motions. And then I get a bite, I'm like, holy cow, I got one, you know? And then I focus right away. Okay, what did that bite come from? You know, what piece of structure, depth, all that kind of stuff, current, different things, water clarity. And then I'll focus and snap into it and then put a pattern together and catch them somehow. That happens a lot. Mm. Yeah. What about and you, John? On beds, actually, when they're on oh, beds, bed, I yeah. focus almost hundred yeah. percent all day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I focus very I, hard. Yeah, I, I started talking to myself. Oh, I do that. <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah. I, as yeah. soon as I start losing concentration, I'm like, "Come on, get it together!" And I'll either drink a soda or or something uh, to try to like not lose it, you know? Because like I do, I start drifting from it, uh, especially you know when you're not getting bites. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, most part, my, I'll have to say, like, when I do go and actually get to practice, like my practices are, or when I do practice, it's intense. Like it's, it's, uh, you know, like I get done mm -hmm. and like, I have a headache, mm -hmm. uh, probably cause I didn't drink enough water, but I'm just mentally, uh, from trying to piece puzzles, you know, piecing the puzzle together, uh, for the week. Uh, it really, uh, there's just a lot going on in practice. Yeah. Practice is way harder than the tournament. Mm -hmm. Tournament is fun. Is, yeah, tournament's fun. That's time to yeah, catch. Love, love the tournament. Practices, Practice not catching, trying to know what you think you found without catching too many fish and figure it out in the tournament and stuff. Yeah, I mean, tournament's fun time. And you can't, in practice, you can't just go, you can't figure it out and start running it. No. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else. People are going to see you. They're like, oh, yeah. that's, yeah. that's it. You know? Right. So well, then it's like, a, you know, oh, I'm going to run down the lake for 50 miles. Yeah, all right. Yeah, a lot of times if I find fish in practice, I just leave right away before people see you, you know, just get out of there, figure it out in the tournament. How many, 
how many fish do you need to catch them? Like, say you find an area, I guess it all depends on the area, but how many fish do you need to find on it? Like, is there a number that you're like, okay, I need to dig deeper into this or, Hey, I know there's one here. There's lots more of this and there'll be more like, what is your approach? Yeah. I mean, a little bit of everything you just said and some sometimes you don't need any bites like sometimes you can pull in an area and just you can just see yeah that things are happening you can just see whatever it may be current water clarity you, you know like that's that's what you do that's what i do a lot yeah. i guess when i find an area and be like gosh if they show up here it could be a home run yeah and uh, a lot of times like when they do you know in practice no one had a bite there yeah and then they show up in the tournament and yeah, that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like I'll catch him and a guy guy after the tournament, guys will be like, where'd you catch him? I'll be like, there. And everyone's like, I never had a bite yeah. there in practice. Yeah, well, they showed up on a raft. You know? <laughs> had it all to myself. Yeah. yeah. The approach that you guys both take, is there any, if, if you could set it, the amount of pre-fish that you could get going into a tournament, if you guys were setting the rules for every tournament tomorrow, how much how would it be a day would it be two days would it be a week i'm i mean i'm good with three days yeah we did two days on mlf last year and that wasn't enough for me being a shallow water guy you know i don't have waypoints i don't know you know it's not like i have brush piles or rocks or yeah or waypoints to run to so a lot of times when you catch them in a particular area say it has grass or something and then you go back there the next year you maybe we're in a high water situation. Maybe they sprayed the grass and it's gone. You know, it really takes a lot of time to find productive areas being a shallow water angler. You know, you don't just rarely do I just pull up and there they are. Like that rarely happens to me. I don't know. Maybe it happens more with John. But I, I, it takes me a lot of time yeah. to practice and figure it out. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, I enjoy the, th- I, I feel like the three days, I feel like I can really. Uh, I, I take one day and I go off the wall stuff uh, that I would normally not practice if we only had two days. And then the other two days, try to get dialed in on something uh, or an area or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do notice, uh, you know, fishing more tournaments the last few years. Uh, a lot of these ones just jumping into them uh, has helped my fishing because now it's, you know, you jump into them. You don't you have to react every stop, you know, and uh, it's hard to be in that tournament situation. It's hard to practice that. And not yeah. be in a tournament situation. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I do think that has helped uh, showing up uh, and just going, you know, and not really having, not being set on anything, you know. Yeah. How often, if ever, does seeing somebody in an area or seeing somebody catch a fish during practice, does any of that affect you guys at all? Like, have you ever seen, oh, wow, so and so's here? I need to give this a better look or somebody. Or are you just focused on what you're looking for? I mean, for me, I've, I've run into a lot of guys, uh, you know, and I'm like, I, I run into them. I already know the fish are going to be there. And I'm like, oh, great. You know, like, you know, I know that guy fishes the same. And I'm like, he's probably going to be there. You know, so it kind of just uh, discourages me on the area. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I like, I don't want to, you know, I hate it when, when two or three of us get on the same spot. And it's a spot that could have won, and then we split all the fish up, you right. know. And then nobody, and then, no, yeah, nobody you know? wins. I mean, you know? even like, yeah. uh, uh, for instance, the one we were just at, uh, Sabine, Sabine, no, uh, Lay, yeah, Lay Lake. 
Uh, you know, I was wanting to go back to, I don't even know what lake we're on. I, but uh, I kept thinking we were on Neely Henry for that tournament. But, um, you know, I kept wanting to, I kept, you know, I went up under the bridge, caught a couple of nice ones coming in the first day. Uh, so I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to spend the rest of the tournament, you know, right there. Uh, and then, you know, Paul and it goes back in front of me. He was leading. And I'm like, man, I'm not going to, I don't want to take that from him, you know. And it's a small area. It's shallow. Uh, so, you know, I just turn around and go do something else, catch enough to get a check, you know, and, uh, but I feel like, you know, uh, you know, I don't know if all the guys would do that, but it is nice. Cause then you actually have a shot, you know, he lost mm -hmm. by ounces, you know? Right. And I feel like if I would have been in there with him, crowd him, it would have, it would have just jacked it all up. Yeah. And he might still have done really well, but you know, I don't know. Wouldn't have helped him. Yeah. Wouldn't have helped. Sure. I think yeah. you were thinking what, Mo, like, I thought that area would play before the tournament, but I was amazed that, on day one takeoff, I watched and nobody turned left until yeah. Paulnick. And I was just amazed that, like, that is honestly one of the most. I mean, he basically started right where Van Dam won the classic, right. you know. Exactly. <laughs> and, and everybody knew it, but it was like, it, was that a situation where it was just too obvious, do you think? I mean, I was, that's where I was going to start. And then uh, I was stayed out way too late one of the days of practice. And Lester, Lester called me and said, hey, I'm starting to cook dinner and it was five o'clock and I was like, I'm going to probably leave. And I stayed out there a little too long <laughs> and I found uh, one area that it was in one stretch, there was, uh, you know, five over four pounds on the bed. And I was like, I got to go, you know? Mm -hmm. So I went and I didn't catch any oh, of So them. if you never found that. <laughs> well, I never would have found left. it. I would have went left. Yeah. You know, it just happens that way yeah. sometimes, you know? Sometimes they're the sign. Sometimes they're the decoy. And, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And it just wasn't supposed to go back there, you know. Yeah, I did. I did. I, first day though, I think three of my fish came from back there. At the end of the day, I went back there. There's no one back there. And I caught three nice ones. So, yeah. how do you determine what's a sign and what's a decoy, or does the result literally just determine that? Yeah, I mean that's so hard to decipher. That's like the game, really. Yeah. If yeah. you could figure that out, you'd you'd like top ten every yeah. tournament you ever fish, probably. Oh, and that's what it is. You it's know? that one those those decisions that just change the entire yeah. week. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. Little decisions mm -hmm. too. Yeah, it changes everything. Is that what it, it has to also drive you crazy? You know, because oh. when you're successful, it's like, wow, I yeah. figured it out. But man, it's yeah. it, it's so well, I, close to failure. The, even the successful oh, yeah. anglers are just so close to being oh, yeah. so in a train wreck at the same time. Right. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. That's what I was telling the guys when I weighed in at Sabine day three, only having the two fish. I said, that's how close it is to just missing them completely. Yeah. All the time. You know, yeah. like, I mean, it's that close when you're, you're, you're shooting for five bites. Yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, that's, I mean, that can, that easily happen. Yeah. He calls me like twenty something AOY points. What is there? Two pieces of equipment, or is it mental, or what? How are you guys able to compete in in like I said earlier, one of the most digitally driven, changing times in the sport? Depending on who you talk to, how are you guys still able to compete shallow? I, I mean, my, <laughs> mine is, is uh, I mean, when I started, uh, you know, when I came out with Berkeley, I started 
uh, using all the max sense stuff and trying to learn all that stuff in the shapes, uh, that for me, that changed a lot of stuff. For me. I mean, when I, when I finally got the generals, you know, in the five and six inch version, like I won, I won like three, three major tournaments at chick with it, which is, un, it's, I mean, it's unbelievable, you know, and, and it's, I mean, like I, like I catch fish. Okay. And stuff, but that to win three at the same place, uh, you know, it's more of a, you know, different areas and stuff. It's more of a, it's more of a bait thing. You know, it's like when, you know, guys came out with the Alabama rig and they, they dominated, you know, we went to a lot of it and they, and they won at similar places. Right. Um, so I, I mean, I know, I know the max scent for me did a lot. Um, you know, it changed a lot of way. I feel. it made me really narrow down what I throw. You know, right. And uh, you know, and it takes that uh, guessing of what I'm gonna throw when I'm at, you know, when I'm at the tournament. You know, and it works so good. You, you know, you only need a couple baits like mm-hmm. baby bass general. You know, max scent creature hog, meaty chunk on the mm-hmm. jig. You know, a few things and yeah. catch them everywhere. And it's go. different though. Yeah. The thing is, I think it's it's different from the it's a different plastic. You know? Yeah, right. You know, it's yeah. like a more of a natural like kind of right. And, yeah. it, and it's just it's a different feel, different right. taste. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know. I just I mean I don't know if they'll eventually get tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh I mean they, they just you know that for me I feel like that's changed. Uh yeah. it's changed a lot of the you know way I fish and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's weird how many anglers haven't embraced it for largemouth yet. Like everybody right. wants, I mean, they'll meet, they'll meet you in an alley to buy flatworms. Oh yeah. On yeah. the Northern swing. Yeah. And, and it's shocking how much people have paid for them over the years. Oh, yeah. yeah. But when it comes to largemouth, it's like people just don't seem to use it as much. Why do you right. think that is? I, I just don't think they've caught on to it. Yet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and I, I do think, uh, I don't know if it will be this uh, iCast, but by next iCast, uh, the stuff that will get released, uh, I think will will swallow. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, large that's what, that's what yeah. I think people will, will they'll be like, oh, wow. Yeah, this right. is, yeah, yeah, this is really, uh, you yeah. know, good I mean, stuff. Yeah, I mean, good for large, good large amount of stuff coming out. What kind of stuff are we talking about, guys? Large mouth stuff. Large mouth stuff. Yeah. Good large stuff. Stuff you could flip. Oh, flipping. I Carolina rig. Ooh. Drop shot. Yes. Put it on the back of a swim jig. Whoa. There's more goodness coming is what you're saying. Yeah, we'll probably get fired by then and, you know, but whatever. (laughs) I don't I hope you don't get fired because <laughs> pretty sure if you guys are getting fired, I got a call first. <laughs> so I'm getting fired before you. <laughs> it uh no, I mean, I've seen it like I mean, I one of the worst mistakes I ever made in my entire fishing life was when power bait first came out. I swear right. to you. I, I mean, I don't know, forget, I mean, I'm think culprit was a big worm at that yeah. time and different things and and power bait came out and I was an arrogant teenager who yeah. said, I catch plenty of fish on this other stuff that doesn't yeah. smell like that, you yeah. know? And it was literally two years after everybody had been using power bait that I was fishing with a buddy. And I finally like, well, give me one of those. And it was a red shad seven inch power bait worm. And dude, like from that day forth, I'm like, you are an idiot for not yeah. Uh, yeah. because everything has its, you know, and the beginning is is when it's best, obviously, when right, fish haven't right. seen it. Um, right, right. 
but I've seen it with Maxent too. When with all the underwater stuff I shoot, like mm. you know, quite a. I mean, people will get angry because we don't have hooks a lot of times. But if you get a fish to eat, you, you want to try get that fish to eat multiple times because right. it's hard to get a fish to eat. Never mind, get a fish to eat on camera and in focus. So there'll be times where I'll be throwing power bait and they're eating it and eating it, and they stop. Right. I've never ever had it where I throw Max in and afterwards and it doesn't like just re-engage. Yeah. It's it's like it's like a whole different bait. It right. it amazes me how they swallow it. Yeah. 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 yeah, they, really, mm-hmm. yeah. It it's wild. It's wild. It um it's an amazing thing. So what shapes are coming out in two years that you won't tell us about? Uh I I'm I already got I good already ones. Got so I don't, I, I don't even can't even say anything yeah. about it. Yeah. But it, I mean, we, there, there, there's some stuff that we're working on every day. Yep. Yeah. Good shapes. Good yeah. stuff. This is a horrible podcast. Just so I you know. know. Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but like right now, you know, right now, probably my favorite, uh, I, I like the, uh, the chigger crawl, mm-hmm. uh, the action, like you actually feel that one when you pull it through the water as, yeah. a um, you know, and um, yeah, that one in general is probably my favorite. You know, yeah, I like the creature hog. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Looking, you know, super troopers, my favorite. Yeah, oh, oh man, that I thing. Make that thing a little bit bigger. Oh, oh, so much. Oh, the super super oh. trooper. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, that it does. Yeah, I it see. Does. I. Have- I haven't been on, uh, you know, small mouth mindset yet, mm-hmm. but that's like, man, I, uh, the first time I threw the super trooper, uh, was, uh, when we went to Oahe and, uh, man, I, I had, I, man, I had a couple of days on it where I was like, Oh my gosh. Uh, they were really reading it up. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to have to shift it into small mouth gear pretty soon. I mean, you're sitting in third place for end of the year and we got three derbies ahead. Yeah, how are I mean, you feeling? I, I'm excited. I mean, uh, we got the Potomac this week, and then uh, I think we fished Saginaw the week before we go to St. Clair. Uh, so, but uh, I think from then, I mean, we got three, you know, smallmouth ones. Maybe Champlain, some largemouth will play, but I feel like every time I go after the largemouth, I come and weigh in, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, just not enough. And then next day I go smallmouth fish, and I'm like, gosh, I should have done this yeah. the day before. <laughs> So they weigh so much more. Yeah, yeah. You never know. It might change up one of these days. Yeah, but I I just feel like it's just easier. Like, yeah. I mean, I've explained like thousands islands. Thousand islands is a prime example. You know, every once in a while you see somebody in the top ten with largemouth. Yeah. And they say, oh, it's great. But the difference is, like, to go get twenty-two pounds of largemouth, everything's got to go perfect. Like, you can't have one wrap around a dock. You can't have one. You get 22 pounds of smallmouth, everything can go wrong all day long, except you hit one 10 minute window and you look like a hero. That is the truth. That is the truth. That that one is going to be my biggest struggle to not put the forward facing on. Because I watched those guys last time. I beat the bank. I caught like 21 the first day, 19 the second, finished like a nice 75th or something. I mean, you, you should know. probably put it on. I don't know. You know what happened to me at Champlain last night. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I know. I, I mean, know. I what happened? Right? I was like, I'm going to, I told John, I was like, I'm going to use it. Let's see what happens. 
you know, no better place to use it than for smallmouth. And I'm fishing this rock out in like 25 feet and there was nothing on it. Like I'm scanning, there's nothing, nothing. This one fish swims in, I pitch my drop shot to it and as, and I, and it eats it. And as I'm reeling it in, it's like the whole bottom just came up off the lake, like 40 fish. And I'm like, and I see them on the sonar and I'm like, holy cow, I catch this fish four pound, one ounce or something. As I'm well, right before I net it and, and bring it in, I can see just huge small mouth. There's a five pounder trying to eat my bait out of his mouth. And so I throw this fish in a live well. I look at, I start scanning and the fish is going out into the abyss. I kick my troll motor on a hundred. I chase them out over a hundred, 120 feet of water. And I just catch the crap out of them. One after another, I had like 20, 20 cent pounds, like over a hundred feet. You know, Mark Rose stopped. I'm out there. He's like, T, what, what are you doing out here? I'm like, Mark, they're just out here, you know, and they're fish I would have never caught without forward sonar, you know, and every time you catch one, you throw in live well, and then you got, you'd see one and you'd chase them. And then they would be like stragglers behind the school. And then you'd catch up to the whole school and they were suspended in 30. And I didn't even have like one of the correct baits to throw. So I just sling the drop shot out there. And as soon as it hit the surface of the water, and I mean, instantly, they would start swimming. They knew 30 feet above their head and they'd meet it in 15 feet. And my bait would stop sinking and set the hook. And it was just, a, it was amazing. I've never caught fish that fast before. You know? Wow. And I'll take my 75th place before <laughs> I go out there and do that. I promise you. I'm not, it was fun. I know. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it. It was so easy. It was so easy. Yeah. Like, you just sling a half pound drop shot. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Wrong bait and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I actually done that for years. You know, when we when you could see them on two D before yeah. they swim out. Yeah. from under the boat, and I enjoyed it. It was fun, you know. But yeah, I don't <laughs> So you're still not even thinking of it. Yeah, I don't even care. You know, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go throw <laughs> some docks and. You know, for small mouth, submarines. I'm really not, maybe I'll changing. go out. You know, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll throw some top water. I don't know. Yeah. Do you? you know? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you remember our conversation right after the Bassmaster Classic, like backstage, and you were like, "I was this close." Oh yeah, yeah. We were there again it, with Angler of the Year, dude. If I would have had it. I would have been able to. They were out there busting. What lake? Uh, where were we at? We were at uh the river there. <laughs> Uh, in knoxville at knoxville. T. Oh. yeah yeah and they were they weren't coming to me under the bridge anymore because we were all sitting under there yeah and they were staying out busting shad and i could see them like every once in a while on the bus and i'm like god if i could have went out there yeah i could have chased them and that's where it works best for me is when they're suspended yeah when they're on structure i don't necessarily need it i can catch them like because they're a position and you know in a way that they'll bite but when they're suspended those are fish you know but but my theory on that was if i had that on there those days i was grinding only catching five cranking i don't know if i would have been cranking try, to try to catch five you well know? you don't i'd have been out on. there trolling chasing yeah. you know well, yeah rocks you wouldn't have yeah. to turn it on i don't know yeah well, that's one of the tricks to is knowing when to shut it off you know because yeah. if you get stuck on it and it's not the time to use it you can bomb Sorry, really i'll tell easy. a secret yeah, I put it on one time at St. Clair, and I did not catch a bass out in the middle. Yeah, of that that's way. that's a real thing. And I yeah. felt I like yeah. I felt sick to my stomach because everywhere I stopped, they'd swim up to see me at fifty feet, turn around, sh take off, and I'm like, I don't. Everywhere I stopped, there was fish. It seemed. Oh like. yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, I just I took it off, and then I ended up leaving the tournament all the way to the end. 
when I took it off. So whatever. I'm not putting it on. I'm not yeah. doing it. But just imagine the hero you'll be. Like if you stay and you're like, I'm but not putting I it on. Somehow win it without it. Woo. Dude, Randy Blockett will have a freaking parade for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, the, are you shocked at the polarizing topic it's become like there's literally like dude just by saying i'm not putting it on there is a bunch of dudes and i can hear them right now in the comments being like see there's a real pro right there we'll yeah. put it on <laughs> like are you shocked at how polarizing it's become as a topic where people literally will get into heated arguments over it yeah yeah no i mean it's i don't know i mean it it as a spectator it's not that fun to watch someone no. stare at the, the only thing their though, chin is stuck to their chest yeah, the thing though now that they do put it on the screen just started that, which is kind of yeah but yeah i mean which is yeah, better but yeah. still it's like you want to see someone who's you know fro you know frog and top water and you know flipping something cool you know yeah <laughs> yeah like well, you know, something cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's not cool. Yeah, uh, but whatever. I mean, it wins tournaments, so yeah. what, who I don't know. What do I? Know? The guys are gonna make their living with it. Oh, next, absolutely. Next absolutely. Years, I think that it would be smart to do with with what some of the tournament trails are doing is throw in a few tournaments in the year that don't that aren't for the forward facing sonar. You know, yeah. like if if yeah, yeah but like like, so like, like Okeechobee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean, there is, there is, yeah, I know, I know, it's that guy, he killed it. You, the, I guess that's true. They'll always find it. Well, yeah, and then what was it, Brock? Yeah, uh, uh, scoping them on the yeah, poles or Brock whatever. Was, uh, Sabine with the drop shot, I think. Yeah, there was a few bit of scoping, but I mean, it was there was it that Sabine was the closest to like a traditional tournament we've had yeah. in, in a yeah. long time, but I, I mean, I, there I, was I, still, um. Clark Wendlip was scoping a few fish too. I mean, it was yeah. it definitely played. I, yeah. I honestly truly enjoyed the Sabine. Like I got I I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, trying to figure it out and stuff. And I was disappointed where I caught them in the years before. I think the saltwater killed them all uh, in those areas because uh, I don't know maybe they didn't get enough rain or whatever. Um, but I, I did have a lot of fun in that tournament. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I mean Sabines. There's 50 dudes who don't make the cut that leave there yeah. always, and they're like, "This is horrible. We should never yeah. come here again." Yeah. yeah. But then everyone makes Saturday and sees the giant crowd, and and it, it is a cool venue. Like I get it. Right. It's it, well, there's it's a different. weird thing that I keep battling in my because I've really thought about it, and I'm like, "But you can't change the fact that like when somebody sets the hook, and a six pound plus fish comes up, mm. you don't have to tell me it's six pounds." seven pounds eight pounds, but there's something that happens in my body oh but yeah. I, you just get it and all of us like you well, look, yeah yeah i mean look you just get excited that one Brock yeah that one on the uh on the frog or whatever yeah. man i mean it just man it got me going i was like man you know <laughs> uh you know that you can't that that's exciting stuff yeah it is i don't true. care where you're at right so would it be a dream i mean i know you guys are fishing a circuit against each other right now but would it be a dream for full-time would you love keith would you love to be on the elite series would you oh, love yeah. to compete against john or would that be a nightmare for you guys because you are so similar i mean there's times it could be a nightmare but i think it'd be more beneficial yeah. than nightmare last you know? year last year we took turns i feel like 
yeah. top tens. Yeah. You know, we were like, okay, you can go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've done the good stuff this time, you know. And, uh, but this year, I feel like this year, I mean, I don't know, this one might be a complete disaster. Oh, yeah. But in the past, like this year, I feel like we've done, uh, we worked together uh, well this year mm-hmm. or kind of figured it out a little bit, you know, uh-huh. um, kind of like, you know, going different ends and stuff. And yeah, um, different parts of the lake. You know, and then both fishing the same area. Mm-hmm. It's been kind of working. Kind of. Well, we're not really in the same area. Yeah, we're pretty close though. Yeah, like a lot of times we're in close parts of the lake, but we won't see each other all day. Yeah, like and then I, yeah, yeah, you know, like we'll be a couple miles from each other. But yeah, yeah. You guys ever get in an argument over a tournament or a fish? I don't think so. I don't think so. Never. Yeah, I don't know. No. I mean, you think like I don't know anybody that's fished uh, team partners together as long as we had they usually want to kill each other but yeah before that, yeah know? and uh i don't know we just i don't know if it's because we painted together all those times or whatever yeah i think is. that's type of stuff know? working with someone like working towards a common goal yeah. and getting it done you know like that and we've yeah. worked with other people you know where it's like wow this is terrible this guy sucks yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know yeah oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i so want to ask you who sucked but i won't <laughs> <laughs> I'm a better man than that. I mean, it, it would be, it'd be a better podcast if I would, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, Keith, John told us a story about gator hunting once. I don't know if you saw that story. Um, yeah. yeah. What did, did he tell the truth? Was that, I mean, or do you proudly display the second half of the gator's head in your house somewhere? Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I got it. It's in the garage. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know Dave was recording me, so I was doing the whole I did the whole walkthrough, showed him all the stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. How do you not know we were recording? I mean I, I, thought, I don't even remember. I thought we were just FaceTiming her. I don't remember. I mean it says right at the very beginning. The rest of this call is being recorded. <laughs> and then when I stop it, it'll say it's not being recorded anymore. Yeah. I mean so you didn't want that story to get out there? Oh no, it's fine. It's still fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we split. split the, yeah, we split the head. They cut it. They chainsawed it in half. Wow. Yeah. 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 It was fun. Yeah. yeah. And then I hired a local artist to like put a cool background on it and stuff, and paint like some clouds and crap. So yeah, looks good. Yeah. No more, no more gator hunting after that, though. No, I think. I mean, gosh, we did it once, and it was like so dangerous you know i mean you know we're, we're, we're not, yeah so we're you know no one in our family neither of our parents or no one in our family hunts you know we didn't grow up around guns we don't know how to hunt you know we don't know how to do any of that stuff and so we like on a bang stick and i mean john shot it once and then blew the tip off you know? so then i had to kill it with a flathead screwdriver like i get oh, out of- yeah he, he yeah. was like googling how do we kill him kill him something right oh, yeah like, and john's like sever the spine yeah. like, oh it was terrible yeah it was so bad one time deal something you'll never forget yeah. you know and but Ted, the one the one though well, i was t- i think i told you dave when we went out at night and we were shut we had all like, our cell phone lights and yeah. we're like, oh, there's one. We hooked this little baby one, and then that big one come up and try to eat it. Oh, we're like, yeah. We're like, never again. Uh-huh. We will never go again. We're yeah. like, cut the lines. Cut yeah. the lines. That <laughs> oh, was crazy. When you shine the light, I mean, there's so many eyes looking back at you. And you yeah. don't know how big, 
you can't really tell how big the gators are by their the eyes. And we don't it's know just red eyes. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Someone else might be able to tell. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we didn't. I mean, it was just yeah. like, oh my gosh. Oh, no, that was a frog. Right. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> Snake frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. It was uh, fun. It was fun. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which one is the better bass angler? Mm. I think John is. I don't know. It, it, I, my brother watched the live and we both got first and second. And he was like, hey, good job, John. But he's like, but Keith, he's got it going on. He's going to whoop your ass next time. Like, oh, my God. I was like, dang, James. Yeah. That's my brother just watching. Wow. Well, that's, that's what family's for, to bring you back yeah. down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome that two brother like friends you know like literally like you said i mean team tournaments partners i mean they generally don't last three years never mind as many years as you guys fish tournaments together um but it's awesome to watch the success that you guys have had at a a high level are you guys like did is keith the first guy you call like after a day in the water and vice versa like do you guys run like even when you're not in the same tournament do you guys run things against each other yeah yeah yeah, we usually uh, usually like let them know the game plan and stuff what i got going or whatever uh, yeah try to run the game plan by him see if he can find any holes in my game plan mm -hmm. you know and that's part of it you know tell tell each other what's going on and the other one might be like oh hang on that might not be such a good idea or sound solid or whatever you know and then just having someone that you can talk to also that you can trust you know i mean one of the things about fish i mean there's so many people that you can't talk to too many people and then you you know if everyone talks to too many people you're never going to get an honest answer back from anyone you know and so just to have one person that you could tell everything to and to be honest with each other i mean i think that really helps you rise to a new level of, of, of fishing you know of your ability to catch fish and stuff that kind of helps a lot what's the yeah. dumbest thing john's ever done to catch a bass keith oh, <laughs> oh god yes i don't know i remember one yeah. I'm one i could think of we caught it was uh it was over a dock and i had to hold like keith's ankles yeah i think it was in a jumbo tournament I had to hold his ankles, I had to hold the rod, hold his ankles, and then push them out to net the fish. Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> the net him. was as far as it could yeah. go. Yeah. It was, and it was like a six and a it half. It was a big one, something. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it was on bed. So here's what really happened. So <laughs> we were putting the boat in to practice the day before, and John dumped me in, and he's walking down the dock, and he's like, dude, there's like a six right here on bed. Yeah. Like at the boat ramp, and not not the boat ramp. The tournament was going out another boat ramp. Yeah, and and I'm like, really? So he walks the dock, and there's like three big ones behind the dock, and 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 uh, yeah, and then so that's what happens. So then we pull up to that fish, and you know he hooks it, and, and then yeah, there's a whole ankle story there, but yeah, <laughs> but it worked great. out right. You got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we caught yeah, it. Yeah, we got you get it. the other ones, or just yeah. that one? You I got them all. So, I don't was know that we the tournament? We had twenty-eight that tournament. Something like that. Something I think 30. we only got one behind the dock. I don't know. I can't. Remember. I was. I was. I got them all confused. Yeah. You know, when you get older, you just don't remember like you used to. You know what I'm saying, Dave? I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I. I now. I like this year too. Well, I think it's the last couple of years going to so many. I mean, it's like when we when we were on uh, 
Lake of the Ozarks, I kept calling it Table Rock. Because I was like, I felt like I was on Table Rock. Yeah. And I was like, I've never even been to Lake of the Ozarks. Like, I don't even like, you know, it was crazy. Yeah. But it felt <laughs> sick. <laughs> Keith, do you you don't fish near as many tournaments as John, do you? Yeah. No, you don't I, keep the same I, I'm on two tours this year. Yeah. I'm doing MPFL and MLF Invitationals. And he's doing MPFL, MLF Invitationals, and the Elites. So... You got me beat by like what seven tournaments, eight tournaments? Yeah, something like that. I remember we got yeah. what nine, nine elite nine. series. Oh, so yeah, I yeah. nine. Gosh, yeah. I can't believe there's only three left. That's kind of sad. It really is. It well, I mean, it is and isn't. To, I yeah. mean, I, I'm excited. I wish it'd be all over in the first three months of the year when it's miserable here. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the fishing gets good, I'm good to stay home. But yeah, yeah no, it flies pat. I mean, at certain times it seems. Like it's dragging on, but then it right. just like it flies past. It's hard to believe that there's three events left, and um, it's wild. Keith, do you think Jung is going to win Angler of the Year this year? If he puts forward facing, wow! Don't yeah. put that on me. <laughs> wow! God. No, I'm just playing. Oh, I mean, I'm not putting it on. <laughs> I I said earlier in the season, I'm like, man, if I if I'm sitting good in points, and you know, and I you know somehow win one. I was like, I'm just going to ride it out without it, you know, because <laughs> it's not so like we're going to Hawaii. If no. we're going to Hawaii, I'd be like, well, you know, there's two sticks in the entire lake to yeah. throw at. Yeah. I probably should put it on. You're going with St. Lawrence, right? We're going to, where are we going? We're uh, going to St. Clair, and then we're going to Champlain, yep. and then we finish on the St. Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's going to, yeah. yeah, Champlain is a great place to use it. Oh, yeah. St. Clair, probably. No, probably the, probably the best smallmouth lake ever to use it on would be St. Clair. I think it's <laughs> thing where, where yeah. smallmouth have nothing to hold to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me see. Yeah, you just scan. I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not putting it on at St. Clair. <laughs> maybe. maybe wow. Your commitment is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't. You actually probably don't need it at St. Clair. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But. We'll see. Yeah, who, who knows? knows. But <laughs> you know, and if we we finish fortieth and make the classic, it'll be fine. <laughs> no, I don't think you finish fortieth. It won't be fine. I know. I know. Well, our our AOI pays great, right? Yeah. I mean, I think I think hundred grand and all the way back to. Oh, you multiple places get paid. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Need yeah. I got like uh, I got what I, I think I, I got like seventh last year. I got like fifteen grand. That's 15 awesome! Grand or wow, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it pays back to yeah. I think forty spots or uh, I don't know. I, so, mean, I, yeah. I just yell yeah. stuff on a microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know yeah. anglers were happy about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you, you got to hear when you make the top ten and you're backstage and, and Dave's yelling in your face, <laughs> and you're like, "God, how do you remember all these things about me?" Yeah, <laughs> nothing else. I it's I don't remember them unless I have to. It's weird. It's, it's similar to your tournament fishing where you're like at noon, I something snaps. Hey, you, like if you asked me to like read off your stats like ten yeah. minutes before that, I'd have to stop and think. But for whatever reason, yeah. I think it's just lack of options. My brain's like, yeah. you don't want a real job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you better let it. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing we do. Yeah, yeah. noon when we don't thing. have anything. Yeah, yeah, kick yeah. in the ear. So, 
Keith, your goal is to make the Elite Series eventually? I'd love to make the Elite Series. Yeah. Yeah. When are yeah, we going to make that happen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really want to. I mean, I this year I just couldn't make it happen with the with the nine, you know, having to fish the nine opens and overlapping multiple events and stuff, you know. If it went, I don't know, the future, if it ever goes back to like the three, the three. Oh, I could swing that, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably easier to make it fishing nine you know i don't know man. I that, think, that blood poor guys gosh i don't know well it's it's when you have three yeah you know you you have to yeah, be solid in all, all three, three. you yeah. can't if you have a bomb with yeah. nine but i think eight, though i might be wrong dave are they are the top guys in the opens aren't they really catching them or or no oh yeah yeah no they're really yeah. catching them i mean if it's yeah. ridiculous how i mean they still have another four events to go Oh, that's four right. or five events to go, I think. But but I mean, if you look Almost at what halfway. they're, it's yeah. shocking. Like it, to, I mean, Milliken has won one, top three one, and never been out of the top hundred, right? Like yeah. he's, I think he's got like his bad finishes. I think he had like a sixty as his bad finish, right. and he's in ninth. Wow, like, it's incredible. Right. Holy <laughs> cows. Yeah, catch yeah. Catch I saw some yeah. of it. I'm like, God, I'm glad I did that a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was very careful not to make any facial expression because because when Seth Fighter said that he didn't like me went to nine, I guess I made a facial expression and all sorts of people read into that that I didn't <laughs> understand the working man. Um, so I'm not going to make a facial expression, but I think I think the nine, if you're committed to make the elite series, like if you're yeah. saying, hey. How do I make the elite series? Right. Yeah. That is easier. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. But I think that it is more limiting. Somebody like yourself that would love to make it, but you just can't make nine opens. That makes it tough. Um, right. Right. I'd love to see like a hybrid thing. Now, this is this is the kind of topics we get into to get me in trouble, but I would love to see it <laughs> where, where we do. Let's say, okay, so we'll still have nine qualifiers come from the Opens every year, but I think that, like, you've got three different three-tournament divisions, right? And you have right. to fish all three to qualify for the Classic, if you're, you know, if that's where you're going. But I think the angler of the year, let's say, from each of those okay, should make it. So, yeah, yeah. so there is a chance to make it from... Right. just fishing three One but fish. boy yeah. you gotta you gotta win angler of the year which is really right. hard to do even in three tournaments right. right and then you take the top six in overall points so you're still taking nine you're still giving a route for somebody to make it through three if they want right. to try that um but somebody's probably going to yell at me about that idea anyway no, but no, it's, I mean, that's I a great idea, a good idea. Yeah. Awesome. I, yeah. I like it yeah, yeah. brainstorming it's good yeah. yeah so what is it yeah. so we're going to take nine now Mm-hmm. The okay. top nine. How many top, are we? I guess the same. I would assume that. Oh. Well, no, because you got the Bass Nation qualifiers, so that's ten. I think it's ten, oh, ten okay. in, ten out type thing. Oh, um. Okay. So yeah, it's it's we're gonna cut ten to thirteen of them. I don't know exactly what the number is, but um, which is which is tough. I mean, it's tough yeah. to get cut, but that's another reason why I think then nobody puts that into equation. The nine kind of works a little bit there too, because in the past, if you got eliminated, you didn't fish bass stuff anymore. You went and fished other stuff. Well, now if you get eliminated, there's a realistic shot that I can fish the opens and finish 
hopefully in the top nine and make it back, you know? So I don't know. I mean, one thing I do know, no matter what the decision is, people will debate it and people will, some will be happy and many will be displeasured and we'll probably hear from both sides more (laughs) the displeased people. Yeah. (laughs) But I just I'd I'd like Keith Carson to be in the Elite Series. So whatever way we can make that happen, John. Maybe if you win Angler of the Year, it can be your first work of I don't know if that gives yeah. you any juice or well, yeah. I'd like my friend to fish with me. Yeah, yeah so let's bring him over. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Him. Yeah, okay. It's no, I mean the last last time I fished the opens. But, you know, in the, with the three events, I had a first place in the uh, first, a fourth, and then what did I get? 118th. Maybe. And Maybe. I got 12th in points. And then I think I, if I would have got like a 40th or something, I would have won the points. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's such a big, you know, you just can't have a bomb in there. Or was that yeah, one? That was Hartwell, which yeah. is I bomb at two lakes all the time, Lake Pickwick and Lake Hartwell. My two <laughs> worst lakes in the nation. Like, I don't, I just can't cast checks there. Yeah. Why? Yeah, Pickwick is offshore only. You, If you fish the bank at Pickwick at any time besides maybe April. I mean, it's only like a week or two that you can fish the bank on Pickwick. Yeah. And, and literally you can't catch a limit on the bank. I don't think. Anywhere. Unless you go out of a place called Counts. There's another end of the lake that's a lot better. For sure. But, uh, but uh, yeah, and then Hartwell, I just have a hard time there, too. It's, you know, that's a forward-facing sonar type yeah. lake. I mean, both of those are. But, yeah, I just struggle there. Well, Hartwell was in the fall, though, probably. Yeah, it was in the fall when we were there. And, yeah, that was all, like, chasing school and fish and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All but, right. Uh, I got a lot to learn there still. Well, Keep I my, think... my sonar on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One day John's going to show up and he's going to have all the electronics in his boat. And I'm just going to yeah, walk yeah. up and shake his hand and be like, they must have paid you a lot, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that giant TV screen up yeah. there. Yeah. I was like, if I'm going to go to all that stuff, I'm going to put a chair up there. Oh, sure. I'm going to fritz it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I Why mean, not? backrest yeah yeah I, that's one of the things that blows me away dude like the there's some stuff i see in the elite series and i'm like wow these guys are so much you know what i mean just the things that people think of and the thought like everything is eliminated and you know the pro anglers today are just so far ahead and then i see them all out on the lake dancing all over their deck and nobody will put a butt seat in because it's yeah. not cool to have a butt seat if yeah. you're on the elite seat. that yeah. blows me away like i mean i get it on when you're fishing shallow or whatever but you're out on lake ontario probably a yeah. good chance you have something to lean up against yeah yeah <laughs> what well, this has been a good chat guys i've enjoyed it i mean it's yeah. been a bit of an emotional roller coaster we you know, we laughed a little. I mean, I learned some stuff, and um, I'm amazed that you guys have never fought. And I tried to make you fight today, and you still haven't fought. But uh, but it was good chatting with you guys. Uh, thanks, Dave. Thanks, thanks for having thanks, us on. Yeah. Hey, no problem. Uh, oh, before you leave, you are staying in a rather. Oh, We're oh, recording yeah. this, John. Just so you know, don't oh, be confused. Oh, We're oh, still God. recording, but you are staying. In, where are you staying? There's looks like a musket or. There's a lot of dead critters and weapons 
nailed to the wall by the looks of things. Yeah, so we're staying at Alex Davis's aunt and uncle's house. Nice. And, yeah, and uh, what you got here today? Show. But, here, show. Let, let me give you guys show. a little tour. Oh, let me get on. Give you. Hold on here. Let's just see what we got here. All right. You got the phone, don't you? Oh, let's see. Okay, so uh, this room has a lot of everything here. Uh, it's got a bass over here. Uh, I'm guessing some kind of fox. Um, I say this is one of my coolest, right? This is one I like here. Look at this thing. Tell me that oh, thing. Break. Look, look at that. Oh my god! Whoa! Uh, is that is that? Look at that. You scared the crap out of me. Uh, I, it's a turtle head. I know it's a snapping turtle on a, on a stick. It's on a stick. Wow! That's the coolest thing I've ever seen um and Dude, the weirdest got... thing in the world there is literally a no joke i'll take a still picture and try and insert it in this video to show you there's literally a snapping turtle laying eggs right in front of where i'm recording this right now Wow, really <laughs> wow we got a lot of snappers around here wow. it, 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 it is love season they're laying wow. a lot of eggs. oh yeah it's warming up finally but uh -huh. uh, yeah a lot of cool stuff in here you gotta um i gotta be a little quiet on this one but keith wasn't supposed to touch that <laughs> and he he locked it so now it won't shut and it's from like the 1800s and oh, no. so now we're going to call a locksmith and try to fix that yeah but I, he just I'm, a safe from the 1800s yeah yeah i love it yeah. touch too much crap yeah wow yeah. But, but yeah but yeah a lot of cool stuff yeah stuff um yeah well you Will you do me a favor? Can you steal that snapping turtle head from me? <laughs> <laughs> that might be bad luck. <laughs> I just want to get the call from Alex to be like, hey, you stole my aunt's snapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This oh has gone God. too far. This has gone yeah. too far. But that's about it. That's the room. And yeah, we're going to get ready to practice tomorrow and um yeah all right well have a, good, <laughs> have a good time i mean yeah. uh i enjoyed our conversation and um i enjoyed the history lesson and keith stop touching shit you guys are awesome thank you very much all uh, right thanks see you, see you. i told you that was a fun one i mean i, I I don't lie to you. Another thing that I don't do very often is, is pitch a bunch of stuff to you, but I'm going to do that right now, so stick with me. The fine folks at Berkeley are so excited about this show that for the rest of the month, they have Maxent on sale. Buy two, get one free. Like I said, I never pitch this stuff, but it is buy two, get one free. You know you're going to use Maxent. You know you like the way fish eat it, so you might as well buy it at a deal and make Keith, John, and I not look like a bunch of losers. So I will put links in the description and in the comments. Make sure you swing by there. Support this show. Support these anglers. Buy two. Get one free for the rest of the month. Berkeley Maxent. Link down below. Enjoy being. Have a good week. And we'll see you next time. That really... Hope we don't look like losers. Thanks for watching. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Because Bob Cobb of the Bassmasters told you to. You hear?